You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Is this thing? Yeah, this is going. Does yours sound like it's going? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't test it yet. You're testing it now. Okay. Yours looks like it's going. I forgot to tell you that you have to start this podcast with "Hi, welcome to podcast." My wife hates me. Whatever. You have to start it oh. because for we're making webisodes of our podcast, uh-huh. and that's how we want to start the f- first the the pilot episode of our webisodes. Yeah. So, so that's Scott, different. who is doing our webisodes, needs that. I just said, I said, oh, we'll just, instead of us recording it, we'll just do it on our next podcast. And you can just take it right off of the iTunes or Riotcast, wherever you get it. Oh, so, so how do you want to start? So you huh? say testing, testing like you always do and then go... Welcome to the podcast, my podcast, My Wife Hates Me with My Wife, or something like that, you know. Okay, so ready? Yes. Testing, testing, testing. That sounds like acting. Oh, it does? Because I do one more testing, is that the problem? Testing, testing. Usually you're very like, oh, excited to get started with your testing, testing. Okay, testing, testing. Okay, this thing's on. (laughs) Testing. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Uh, myself, my wife. Don't do that on oh, the table. Oh, you're right. Why I'm are you banging, banging on the, on the table? table? What's this? Is that Play-Doh? And, uh-huh. Oh. Okay, ready? Go ahead. Maybe we should do the whole podcast it's just, as intros. Yeah, okay. okay. You know how, you know, like when shows will do like the best of moments? We should do one of those shows. That's like the, the laziest way. Well, the only thing with podcasts, you can't do best of because all they have to do is go to any other podcast. Podcasts are all Yeah, but this way they have them all in one. We should do at least one best of. Oh, every other week we should do a best of now. Mm -hmm. But then we'd have to get an editor and go through every podcast to to see what was best of that podcast. So what are we going to do? Go through 70 different podcasts? The fact that we've done about 70s, it's really tough to do them when you're doing that. You know what? What? You're creating problems you don't need to create. Because the truth of the matter is, if we did a best of, who would do it? Who would do what? The editing? Put it together. Who would do it all? Probably Rob from uh, Riotcast. Rob Sprantz. Okay. That's what you believe. That's what you believe. You think you would do it all? Yes. How would you do it all? The way that I do everything that we do, I put it together. Yeah. Rob might do the actual editing, but I'm sure I would find the things, write down where you find it and what episode. Da, 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 da. That's what I had to do when I made my CDs. You got to go through it. You got to go through everything and then pick what you want. And Stop talking lines. about every time 
the movie. He kept going, I'm a good editor because I edited my CD. Like it's, it's Three become, CDs. It's become the everything. It's your entire uh, knowledge of the, the industry. Okay, the, wait, let's do the, the other intro side and then I'll get into this. Okay. Uh, testing, testing. Is this thing? I'm working. Uh, welcome to My Wife Hates Me podcast. Bonnie McFarlane, Rich Voss. Uh, this is episode the week after last episodes because I don't have Very a number. Good. That was uh, pretty good. I don't know. Okay, I guess okay, I'll do it again. Do. Just Test. say, just say, hey, welcome to the podcast. My wife hates me podcast like that. Welcome to the my wife hates me podcast. Okay, I'm should Rich I throw Foss. my arms out like I mean, that through my hands? Know. Yeah, I gesticulate a lot. Oh, another word that you think people? I used it last week. I used it last week, and you really. You don't have any recollection of it being used last week? I don't even remember doing the podcast last week, to tell you the truth. I've been so busy. Okay, you ready? Uh, what's that? Get out of here. Scram. Why do you need a napkin? Because she's probably made a mess already. She's painting. Well, go get some tissues, a toilet paper. Uh, yeah, but paper toilet towel. paper, paper towels is so much more. What we do is we fold up one piece of paper towel and then you you use it as like a, a dabber every time. I'm just saying to, that the to, new toilet paper is so thick and it seems like it's not as much of a waste as one of those big sheets of paper towels. Like those paper like what towels. You like the, the reason that we had the thin paper towel or the thin toilet paper for so long was because she used so much of it. But now... She's using very little, so I got the thicker one. I like the thicker one. Okay. okay. Now everyone Tessie. knows our t- our toilet paper. Uh, right. Boy, I bet that's interesting to the folks at home. Is she laughing? She's cracking herself up for some reason. <laughs> testing, testing. Welcome to My Wife Hates Me podcast. I'm Rich Voss. I'm Bonnie McFarlane. And we are the two hosts. Okay, that's good enough. That's good. He's not going to use all that. He's just going to use the first part. What part? Welcome to my Welcome wife to my me. wife hates me podcast. Okay. And then it comes up on you talking. Uh, now I do know a lot about editing and stuff, and and so, you know I sit on a movie set, you know, three, two, three, four days a week, you know, on the uh, new Chris Rock movie he's making, and I'm sitting on the set, and I sit behind. The cameras and the screens and all, you know, I, and I, I see all the technical stuff and I and I understand a lot and I'm learning a lot besides the work I'm doing on the movie. And uh, um, what I'm saying is I think I, within another couple of weeks, I'll be able to direct, direct a movie, I think. Yeah, you were showing me last night a little bit of how to direct and it was all just kind of like, let's I, roll again. That's what you were doing. I said, do you think you could direct? You said, yes. Let's roll again. Let's roll Let's again. Let's take it from the other side. Let's do a reverse. Let's do a reverse. Uh, okay, stop there. And let's do a jump cut. Okay. You don't think it, it's more than just knowing like... Oh, you got to know where stuff is tying in. You got to know how to play the scene out. When when does the scene end? Where do you think... Does Chris ever it? give like... I mean, this is not uh, like... A balls out kind of comedy. This has got some substance to it. So, does he ever give like direction on the like emotional part of the scene? Like, does he well, ever be like, I think he'd be sadder. 
first of first of all, I'm not going to tell you Chris's secrets, but believe me, and I'm not just saying they're this. Not, they're probably not secrets. Believe me, I'm not just saying this. Quite, quite a smart person. Who? Chris. Oh, who, yeah. who are we talking about? I, I, quite, it would not have surprised me if you then said me. Like, okay. not me, you. I'm not going to lie. Besides funny, and I'm not just saying this, he's quite smart and quite knowledgeable about and when things. And when you talk about someone's intelligence... You tend to use the word quite. <laughs> Isn't that a lot? Quite means very a lot. <laughs> this is how, what a jackass I am on the set yesterday. Oh my God, this is This is what a jackass I am. Uh, they brought uh, a fried chicken from, from Sylvia's. And, uh, you know, it's an iconic of, restaurant well, in we Harlem. Were, we, were, we were shooting, right. shooting I hate uptown. My voice right now. We were shooting amazing. uptown yesterday. It's an iconic restaurant in Harlem. We're shooting uptown, and and then they sent over a bunch of fried shooting. chicken from from Sylvia's. So you know, we're eating it, and it's it tastes really good. And Chris says, asked me, Chris goes, "Have you ever been to Sylvia's?" And I go, "No, no, but I've been to Roscoe's, which is the other fried chicken place in L.A. No, I haven't eaten, uh, uh, you know, uh, Negro food in New York, but I have in Negro." In, what do I say? African American. It's not funny if you say Afri- African American food. It's You're no, but say, it does. But sound the way like, it sounded like I was. I listened like, to a podcast the other day where a woman was talking about her race, and she was like, "I'm a Negro." She kept saying "Negro." It was so weird. It sounded so. Well, was I mean, she that black? Was like, she wasn't. This was what the podcast was about. She's white. Then why would she say "um"? Because, but going back in her family tree, you know, she's black. She just identifies as being black because the rest of the town's really racist, and they sort of like said early on she, that her family was <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, black. Even though she looks white, um, I guess they knew her family oh. history, or whatever. So then they and so then she owned it like um, Negro, but then she had two daughters. One identifies as black, and the other one well it says she's white. Well, anyhow, That's, I said. <laughs> So just uh, an interesting I, sort of. Hmm. I said I haven't eaten at Silvio's, but I've eaten at Rye. Like, what kind of answer? Sometimes uh, it's hard to communicate with somebody that brilliant and that and that famous. Sometimes you like going, "Well, that's a you know," because that was quite a dumb answer, don't you think? What did he say? Nothing. He smashed the fried chicken in my face. No, no what did he do? Nothing. He just didn't. He just ignored I it. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know. He's got a million things on his mind. He's starring and directing now, a movie. Now, I always think, like, if you make any little mistake about race, like, black people think that you're being racist. Not at all. He, but do they just let it go? Yeah. They, and when I say all, they, I mean all of them. Well, first of all, people, black people, white people. Uh, there, know, is, there, is there any other kinds? No. If someone's being racist or, or anti-Semitic or anti White or you, you know it. You you can feel from that person, or you know that person. You can pretty much read or feel what that person's saying. I know, but in- ignorance also makes you kind of irritated. Yeah, if people are ignorant about. Well, if they're like ignorant. when people are ignorant about Canada, I kind of get a little like, oh god. 
It's not people aren't ignorant about Canada. People don't care about Canada. Well, they it's don't. Not, who they care? Don't care? I don't care Even if they people, care or not. Then why they bring it up at all? Who would? Why would they bring it up? People do. They bring up Canada like the little tiny. I, they just because it's just small talk. People always want to try to like somehow relate to. You, so yeah. they yeah, but say you're, stupid you, shit. You are like you're 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 you know both both sides of the fence, Betty. Because one second you'll trash Canada how they act up there. But then you get mad if other people. I don't get something. mad. I, I don't get mad. I don't care if people are funny about Canada or trash it. Um, I don't like it when it's not like if if somebody was trashing Canada and it was real, I would think it was funny. But I, it's the hacky shit. It just kind of gets well, annoying. I, it gets boring and like everybody hates hacky shit anyhow. Yeah. You know, like when so. when they're like, I mean, the other thing that sort of drives me nuts about some of the Americans that I've met is that. A lot of them have never been to Canada, yet they assume they know everything about Canada. Uh, like, people often are like, it's the same, it's exactly the same, having never been there. It's not exactly the same. No. There's a lot of differences. Yes, yes. I agree. And I don't want to go over the differences, but I know. There's differences between New and Jersey... And people think there's no, like, black people in Canada, or no different races in Canada. There, There is a lot. No. Yes, yes. It's um, Canada is. Did you 90... go yes, yes? Like I didn't know that. Yes, no. I'm <laughs> I'm speaking to a larger audience. Canada is ninety seven percent Indian. It no, you're fucking. <laughs> and when she says Indian, she means. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, you mean? No, I don't. You mean like? Eastern, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's you know East Asian. You know. Comedy f- people that two stories, two stories. There was a comic, an old co- like my friend called me yesterday and said, "Oh, is this a new topic?" Yeah, we're oh, okay. done with Canada, aren't we? Did yeah. you get it out? Yeah, I li- I like to have a little like a ding 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 new topic. Oh, okay. new topic, new ding. topic with Rich Voss. Ding 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 ding. New topic. Was that good or was that too? That was perfect. Was that too Oriental? It sounded slightly, but I kind of liked it because we were just coming off of that. Oh, okay. So, like this, a comic from years ago that I worked with, and with my friend Nancy said, "Oh, this uh, certain comic." Do you want me to interview you about this so it's a little easier for you to get it out? Okay, go ahead. So, did you get any messages? So I understand that. there was something on Facebook that you didn't like the other day. I didn't mind it. I, it didn't phase me in the least. It didn't bit. bother you at all. Not at all. But How did you go. find out about it? Well, my friend Nancy Ryan. Uh, She's living in Vegas. She lives in Vegas. She's a comedian. Comedian, married to another comedian. Like very a, funny. John Bazaar, both of them very funny. Nancy, who I talked to yesterday, has been working five and a half years on one show, the same show in Vegas at the Flamingo. You know, one of those review. Review shows, and she's the comedian on the review, you know. What is it? I just told you. It's a review show. What kind of interviewer are you? Really, Rich? What? There's no name for it. You just, hey, you want to go to a review show tonight? Where is it? No. I just told you everything you need to know. No, it's a... It's it's a a, review show. It's a burlesque, whatever, burlesque. Okay, I just wanted to know the name of it. Is it like... I don't know. uh, uh, Fuck girls. I don't know what it's called. Fuck girls? No. It's a burlesque Okay, so you don't... So then you would say, instead of yelling at me, I just told you, you would say, oh, I don't know the name of it. 
Could try that. It's a burlesque variety show at the Flamingo, and she's the comedian who's been doing it five. Well, and what's and a half the years. name of it? Uh, it's called. I don't fucking know. I don't know the name of it. Okay. But okay. For, how many okay. burlesque shows? How hard is it? How, how hard is it to say? Who cares? How hard is it to say? I don't know the name of it, but it's at the Flamingo. How many all burlesque? That stuff. But, you were no. so reluctant to say you don't know. But how and many, yet this would help you in life tremendously. That's why I wanted to say, tell the story without... Learn to say, I don't know. You know, the problem with you is, you from going from can I interview you, you turn it into a fight. What I'm saying I'm is I'm not turning this into a fight. Oh, I'm you're, educating you're, you. No, this you're is a teaching taking moment. Taking my inventory, which is you're pointing, ta- you're taking my inventory. Pointing the finger at me, and you know what happens when you oh, point the finger? Oh, you point three back at yourself, but it actually looks like a gun, and yeah. you click, boom. How many burlesque shows do you think are at the Flamingo? I don't know. The Flamingo seems like it's heavy on the burlesque if you really break it down. Well, anyhow, so Nancy. E- Text me yesterday. So she goes on before the burlesque show. No, during it. What do you mean? They it's like in the intermission part. No, like the Middle? comic portion of the show. So they do some yeah. sexy dancing. I don't know. I didn't go to the high show. kicks, topless, that sort of thing, and then she comes out. Yeah. And does stand up. Yeah. Five and a half years. Well, not at one time. She takes breaks. Yes. I mean, the actual sets are probably like, what, seven to ten minutes? <laughs> okay, that's an interesting job that I would not want to do. want to hear the tweet I was thinking of today? Can you finish the story, please? Okay, so she texted. Well, you're interviewing me. Yeah, that's why I kept was you on it, track. Would this be a good tweet? Then we'll get back to the story. I was thinking of this today. Uh, meth. Close your ears for one second. Close your ears for one second. I'm going to say it's a good tweet no matter what he says because I'm a good wife. Okay, go ahead. Is this a good tweet? Yes. I mean, I don't know yet. I haven't listened. Hot girls, if you would like to fool around with me, I will be in Arizona at the comedy spot this weekend. Is that a good tweet? (laughs) Yes. That's a good one? Yes, that's good. All right, cool. Is this a a bad tweet? Okay. Here's one I thought of. Can you plug your ears for one second? No matter what he says, I'm going to say it's a good tweet. Go ahead. I didn't hear what you just said. That's fine. Uh, Did you hear the last time? No. Okay. Meth. 3,628,000. People zero. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Get it? It's like a score? Yes. Yes. Like score. yes. Meth is winning. 3 million. Six hundred twenty-eight thousand. You know what's great about that tweet? Met. What? It's also very serious. It gives it. It, it gives information. I, I didn't tweet it. It's actually less comedic <laughs> than <laughs> it is. Just it's still brilliant. It's good, right? Yeah, very good. Good numbers. Both three million six hundred twenty-eight. Super genius. So she texts me that a comic did a joke on Facebook that was. Completely my joke from He put it in his uh, In one of his uh, uh, what Status updates Or yes, they call it Uh huh And it's a joke I did 20 years ago No but this guy knows you right Or you yeah. know him So he yeah. knew that it was your joke he was Most doing. likely But it's 20 years old I haven't done the joke But he did it word for word Yeah I haven't done the joke in Probably 
three or four months. I mean, okay, it's well, 20. I, no, I, I'm only kidding. I think, and I, I hate to put you on the spot, but we'd love to hear the joke. Oh, the joke was, uh, God, oh, I, I'm kind of depressed. We had to put my grandfather in a rest home today. Well, not actually. We didn't have the money, so we drove down the turnpike and put him in a rest area. Great. Right. No, it it's a great joke. No, it isn't. It is. When you're first starting comedy, it's a good joke. And that's what I did when I first started. I go, you know, and then I remember, I don't even remember the tag after, you know, whatever. But it, when you're first starting comedy, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I did it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times, sometimes it didn't mm-hmm. work. I love, though, that you're pretending like you just started comedy 20 years ago. You'd already been doing it 17 years. No, I've been doing comedy about 30 years, 29, 30 years. So just starting was not 10 years in. That's oh, a joke so then that joke, is, then that joke is 20, 25 years old, you know, okay. 26 okay. years old. Okay. You know, I had it like three or four okay. years in, maybe three years in. Okay. So it's 27. So he does a joke. And it's no big deal. Not at all. But I, I write on Facebook. I go... You know, because people were going, is that Rich Foss's joke from when and Gary? I mean, the people guy, really did post that. A couple of people, yeah. And then, uh, what I mean, did comics, two comics. He goes, oh, I'm not sure. <clears throat> so I wrote something like, you know, like, please believe me, I don't. Oh, and then some, I go, please believe me, I don't care. Well, no, no. Then some lady wrote, uh, Rich Foss, we saw him at Uncle Vinny's. There was 10 people. Which there was never only ten people there, but the club does sometimes not get a lot of people. She said he didn't want to off season at the shore. I mean, he said she said uh, this is what pissed me off. She said he didn't want to be on stage. He just picked on everybody. We left, right? So I just saw that written about Wanda Sykes. So really, whether she was picking, not that she was picking up, but that she didn't want to be on stage. She was in a bad mood. Yeah. So everybody gets it. It's like they think they go to work. Honestly, everyone else on the planet goes to work and is shitty every single day, except for maybe two out of the month. They'll like yeah. some be how be in a good mood and be good at their job. That, I shouldn't say that's not true. They, people are probably good at their job. But I mean, I see lots of people who are not in good yeah. moods at their jobs. And yet a comedian, they're like, if you have one. I, I mean, I remember I had an off night and. It's like not this, even off night. You don't have to be in a good mood. You can still have a good night and be. Well, I, it wasn't like I did terribly, but I, I, whatever. It was at the Philly, but the one guy couldn't stop emailing about it. We had made these big plans, and you know what? And I wrote him back. I go, I'm sorry, I had an off night. Like I wasn't trying to, whatever. And um, I mean, that was the night the mic was going out. Like it wasn't all. What are you talking about in Philly when a, we were at Helium? Or yes, when you were at there the, was like an issue with the mic. And remember I kept going backstage and talking to you oh, yeah, backstage yeah. with the mic and yeah. stuff, which I thought was kind of funny. Yes, They could still hear you, hear me out there or whatever. But it was like there was a lot kind of weird shit that happened in the beginning and then I was trying to be funny about it and I guess they didn't think I was. But, I mean, the guy would not let it go. I was like, really? You've never, never had a shitty day at work? Never, never, never. Well, Congratulations. That's just wonderful. You know, I ha- I've had people, I had people, you know, we came out on our anniversary. See, they don't understand, especially with me. Well, and then she said he was in a bad mood. He didn't want to be there. He just picked on everybody. Now, one, quit using the word, doing crowd work or fucking, when there's, say, 15 or 20 people, it's a light, you know, there's clubs in New York all the time that have, like, 15 people or 20 or 
and you sit on a stool and you make it intimate. You do crowd work. Some are jokes. Some are right. whatever. Okay. What if they, so I wonder if like Paula Poundstone got letters like Yeah, you Why why were you picking on everyone in the audience? Yeah. And she does all crowd work like pretty she, much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mix it up. I do some crowd work, but some material. But everybody thinks once you do crowd work, then they think, "Oh, you, he doesn't have an act." You, do you know how hard in a in any situation it is to do good crowd work? Not saying I do good or bad, which I do do good sometimes, I do bad sometimes like anything. You said do do. Huh? Do do yes. So, so the bottom line is to this What's lady. What's the bottom line? You know, shut up, quit critiquing. We left. He was mean enough already. Okay. But also, and here and is you know, know. Sometimes I have like I just want to say this so that people don't think I'm like a crazy person. But I've seen you be mean to audience members before. Okay. So I have seen that. But if you're going to see Rich Voss, like aren't isn't that what you part of the experience of it? I mean, in a funny way, not mean like. I mean, there was no. I've guy. never seen you. Well, well, it's hard to say uh, because when people are laughing and it's mean, it's still funny. But well, I felt bad. And, last and I'm week. surprised that people don't get more upset. Actually, sometimes in a weird way, because sometimes it's like, but sometimes people are laughing so hard when you're making fun of them. Like there are women sometimes are laughing so hard and you're making fun of their looks. I can't believe it. Like I don't know if I would have that kind of constitution to take that in front of an audience we have a visitor hold on we'll get uh, back to this in a second there's a bug in your room well m- name it and then it's a pet oh good idea you have a pet bug what's it what's your pet bug's name well go up there and see if the bug is gone and then we well, used to get me. two stories so no i can't tell a story without re without somebody Raina, you said listen to my story why mommy gets the bug Raina, you got to, because I need your advice. Come here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, sometimes when you do crowd work you, you, or you're, you're, you know, dealing with an audience, there's a fine line. There's a very fine line. And last week, well, I'll, I'll wait till Bonnie gets back because I like to get, uh, what do you call it, feedback. I like to get feedback on... Uh, what she thinks of the situation. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, we haven't even talked about my new tattoo. Well, mommy's going to come now. The bug is gone, so you got to scram. The bug is gone? The bug is gone. Beat it. Say say hi to everybody and go. Hi, everybody. I got to run. Tell Be them quiet. You, tell them you got to run because people like you. I got to run. I mean, you have a lot of fans. There are some anti-Raina people out there, though. There's a couple anti-Raina people. What do you have to say? What do you have to say to the people that aren't fans of yours? Huh? I don't want to hear you on the podcast. What do you want to say to them? Kiss my what? Grits? What do you want to say to those Kiss people? Kiss my Bonnie mom. Oh. Kiss your Bonnie mom? Okay, excuse me. Get out of here. I love you. Bye. <laughs> See? She was a, she was a, she, her brain can't even conceptualize that there's people that don't like her. <laughs> She's like, I love you all. Okay, so there's a fine line. You, you feel bad. Like, I, was, I don't know if I was mean to the guy I asked you about with the patch on his eye last week in the audience. I thought that was funny. I felt bad, though. Sometimes I feel bad. I, I go think to a patch that, I take on the eye is less... 
yeah, upsetting than like yeah. if you're making fun, you'd make fun of somebody bald. You'd make fun of someone fat. No, I don't. I don't go after fat. Unless oh. it's a guy once in a while. Like I almost said a fat joke to this guy. I said one. If uh, there's a woman that's face. fat and like heckling. Well, then if she's heckling, she's fair game. Shut your fat mouth. Oh my God. Shut your fat mouth. I mean, can't you let her have a little bit of leeway? No, because don't heckle. All right. And but, some, but I think honestly, I think 99% of the heckles are, are people that are in good spirits that are tr- just, that's, they, it's fun to them. I don't think that they're being, for the most part, people aren't being mean when they heckle. What? They're I really being, don't yeah, believe but they're it. interrupting. If, if, it's, if it's a to, progressive interruption, I get upset. But if they're just, if it's a once or twice thing, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, sometimes I don't mind it either. It's, you got to feel it out. But I don't attack if I don't mind. If I mind, I attack. Oh. Do you understand? Sometimes I... But you uh, don't give a warning signal. Yeah, yeah, I do. Hey, shut up or be quiet or, you know, take another bite of your food. Eat up, you know. You won't some. be like, if you heckle again, I'm... You leave me no option but to make fun of your size. Oh, no, <laughs> I would never. I don't really go after weight. I, I was almost said something to this guy. He was real big in the front row. And I could see his face trying to get sad. So I backed away and I made him like me. Uh, size is tough. I used to do a joke where I'd say like I was perfect, like my size. But it was a joke. I mean, this is too complicated to explain. But l- always the fat women in the audience would really size me up and be like, hmm. Like you they know, were the most harsh. But the about worst, it. the worst. You know, you people get upset. Like if you go after, like if you say something to a fat person. But what about when you say something to a skinny? I think I talked about this. What about when you say something to a skinny person? Well, you're yeah, you skinny. you can say things to skinny people because they're um, that's the goal we're all trying to get to. Unless you say they're anorexic, then you've crossed the line, and people get very very upset about that because that's a disorder. Want to hear one of my earlier jokes about uh, eating disorder? Yeah. This is, I mean, this is back with the rest area. And, so. and can I just say this? The reason people get so mad about anorexia is because people die from anorexia. Well, people die from uh, overeating. Well, right. But it, so if you made fun of someone for being fat or whatever, just keeping it with their looks, they'd be upset. But if you if you say something about them having like diabetes or some, you know, they're going to have a heart attack or something. Then you're crossing into a line that people don't like. Want to hear one of my old jokes? I would uh-huh. love to. Oh, it wasn't about, wait. Oh, another old one. Uh, my ex-girlfriend had uh, high blood pressure and false teeth. So every now and then I'd send her a box of salt water taffy. Get it? High blood pressure, salt, false teeth, taffy. I get it. I, I want to be supportive. I'm not sure. That was in the first two or three years. I just don't get like, because you didn't like her? Does the, yeah. the Is the setup yeah. like, after we broke up, yeah. I would say, yeah. oh, okay, that makes more sense. I mean, I could give you a couple more old ones. Well, I felt I was like a Stephen Wright. that one, maybe we should just move on. No, let me give you this one. Okay. See if you, I mm-hmm. bought a wood stove. Oh, I, I, I told I, you that I, one? I swear to God. <laughs> I, when you said, I'm going to tell you an old joke, I was going to be like, is it the wood stove joke? Okay. You love telling You think this is your most clever joke. Go ahead and tell people. No, no. Here's one. You, you think this is your most clever joke. Uh, I had a wood stove. I used it once. I only got to use it once. And you think that is just huh? genius. DeRosa just texted me. You want me to, uh... I don't give a shit. <laughs> what did he write? Should I say it? It's kind of... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the, the, the text does include the phrase worthless cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can so. I, I'll, I'll text him if I could uh, quote this on our podcast. Uh, so, so the guy, uh, uh, hold on. Let's, let's call, let's call, let's call. Are. DeRosa's never came on our podcast. Let's give him a call. We've never had DeRosa. Do you have to say it like that? What? DeRosa's never came on our podcast. Come on our podcast. <laughs> He's never, oh. Oh. He never picks up. I, he just texts me. How can he People who up? text don't want to talk on the phone. Hey, call me. We're doing our podcast. We'd like uh, to interview you or... You know, uh, see, uh, we're talking about comedy right now. It's funny you sent me this text because that's what we're talking about right this second. So if you have time, hurry up, give a call. Call in. Uh, you got the number. I got a couple things to plug. I might as well do them now. What's the plugs? Um, cabin. I'm doing cabin. When? In New York City, Thursday. What Thursday? Why don't you ever try to get me on these shows? I get you on you, I show. did. I did ask you, and you said I'm out of town, which you no. are. Which you are, right? Did I not When's ask you? When's the 18th, you? next week? Mm-hmm. I'm, at, I'm, in the, I'm at Levity Live next week. I'm in Nyack. Remember where the old rascals, okay. that building. Okay, so before you start getting all crazy. I'm not getting crazy. Levity Live in Nyack or wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. That's out of town, right? No. Is that out of town? Yeah. Are you able to do cabin? No. 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 No, so before you, you start freaking, me, I did ask you, okay, and I also that. asked you if you could do the other one that I'm doing the same night, a little later on, um, uh, uh, at uh, the stand on the 18th. No, you never asked me that one. I did too. You did not. I did too because I knew if I didn't ask you and I booked it, you would get mad. No, I wouldn't get so mad. So I ask you, and I go like this. I hope he's working. No, I didn't. Good. But also, I, one of the reasons that I ask if you're working uh, that night is because there is a slim possibility that I won't have to get a babysitter and you could stay home. I but would that love to. would never happen. Yeah, it would happen, not, but I'm working. I would love to stay would home. Would you have stayed at home? Yes, Or definitely. would you have been freaking out that, you didn't, that I didn't book you on No, this? but here's what, here's what it is. Sometimes I like to go in New York and hang out. I'm working so much on the road and in the day. I'm, I know, but you can't you know, do everything. That's the point. You okay. can't do everything. Uh, I felt bad with the guy with the eye patch. Okay, let's move on. And oh, this week you're doing plugs. Hey, what about Amazon? We, I think we're people are buying stuff from Amazon under our uh, uh, under our uh, advertisements that we're given. You want to do one real quick? No. Come on, Go you're ahead. good at it. I don't, I don't care. know how to do it. I also wanted to. Um Oh, and I'm doing Joy Behar tomorrow also. Ooh, your plate is full. That Joy Behar, they start using me, boom, 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 boom. It's so, like, fun to do, but there's no money or anything involved. Well, a lot of those shows, you know, I don't think she's getting paid. <laughs> I know. It's and like, she's the host. <laughs> they go, do you want full hair and makeup? But really, they just, like, finger tousle your hair. That's all they do. Well, um, you know... Uh, I have a new tattoo. Everyone knows about it. My, no, I didn't talk about it last week. Yeah, you did. Y- no. Yes, we did. Because I said you have a woman on your arm. If I had a guy on my arm, would you be upset? You were like, no, no, I wouldn't. Oh, that was during the podcast? No. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. You wouldn't be mad if I went and got a tattoo of a guy. And if then you got a sailor, here. Okay, here. Like, well, boom, 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 boom. Watch this. 
This is a pinup girl with no nobody that you could even pinpoint. It's just a pinup oh, girl. Oh, really? So if you went so out, then, so then all those times out, that you were saying it's you, I got him to do you. You know, I was joking. I said it one time. Don't act like I said it all those times. And you said times. it to Raina too. Joking. Raina knows. Oh God. Really? Oh God. No. You don't know a joke when you hear one. You're, why don't you email me and say? As a professional, was, you think you'd be able to communicate to another professional oh, yeah. that it is a joke, but you were unable to do oh, that. Oh, uh, really? This is really you? Look at the size of her bosoms. So if you got like a sailor on your arm, a nondescript sailor, do you think that would bother me? Not at all. You know what's good about me is what? that my family has left me almost zero emotional feeling towards anything. So when you say mean things to me, I just fucking don't care. I don't say. It doesn't anything. hurt at all. I don't say. See, oh, really? Your look at her bosoms. I'm how big they are. They're gigantic. Really? Really? I don't like big bosoms. I'm gonna get a fucking tattoo of a <laughs> sailor on my arm with a huge cock. I'm not, really? It's not even a huge cock. I'm gonna cock. probably get a just stare slightly at above average, and then I'm gonna go. But look, I'm gonna. It's not you. It's, look at the size of his cock. Oh, so you're saying I'm below average? No, I'm saying you're average. Well, that's good. That's good. I, average is good. Average is good. For someone your size and weight, sure. Average <laughs> is good. <laughs> See, you think that's I'm mean, but you're mean. Cause I'm only say, mean back. I'm not mean. You're I'm mean. I'm only mean back. You're a mean person. I'm funny, and I'm you're mean. That's mean. Like first of all, that's mean because one, you have a perfect body, and you know it. Everybody that is knows gross. It. I do not stop. Oh it. come on! You say it on stage. You just said how I you mean, said it. It's obviously a joke. That's what I'm, my point is. I wouldn't really say I have. I wouldn't just go on stage and be like, I have a perfect body, and then tell jokes that didn't have anything to do with that. You used to do that all the time. Hey, girls, don't you wish you were me? And then you would move on. No, <laughs> that is such a lie. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm filled with. Um, Self-loathing, so there's no way that you that You want to hear another old joke? Here's another one. Do Eskimos put their money in snow banks? <laughs> Do you think you made that up? Yeah. I did that 20... 20 well, then eight. aliens came in reverse time. Why? And made that joke from the turn of the century. That joke is not... Oh, maybe in Canada. That could be a Canadian joke because you guys have Eskimos and snow. Ooh, ooh, Rich Voss. My father told me one time, he goes, why do you, you know, my mom had a leather coat that she wouldn't wear out in the rain. He goes, well, look at the cows. They got leather, they're out in the rain. And then that was a Jerry Seinfeld joke. Yeah, well, it's parallel thinking. Or do you think Jerry Seinfeld was in your house, yes. hiding under the... Yes. <laughs> hiding he behind the couch? a lot in the early days. <laughs> Did a lot of... A lot of cities, a lot of towns. You know, this is one of our best podcasts, but we're only at 37 minutes, and I'm starting to get tired. You know what I mean? Well, that feeling, you know, multiply it by 100. That's how your audience feels. Whoa. Again, a mean girl. It's my audience. It's not your audience. It's just my audience. I, I, I don't have an Joe's audience. Joe's not calling me Nobody back. Nobody likes me. Come on, Joe, pick up the phone. We we need to kill some time here. You know what I'm saying? No, we don't. You know, every time I start talking about something or having a, a, an impression on something, you just, you want to hear another old joke? No, You just go change ahead. the subject. You don't I, have any focus on anybody else. Yes, I do. Go Is ahead, Is that tell. why you're calling Joe? 
It's good to have you're a, good to f- you're able to focus. It's good to have a guest every now and then. Oh, really? On the phone? Five minutes. Okay, we're we're running out of time. I'm leaving this okay. podcast so you can finish up with him because I no. have a thousand things I have to do. You can't. You got We only got about thirteen minutes. What, what you, you told me we're doing a forty-five minute podcast. You just said it's at thirty-seven minutes. Oh, I was wrong. Thirty minutes. So you're lying. What you're do you want to talk about? Lying. Why are bold you lying? Bold-faced liar. Is it bald-faced or bold? Oh, let me tell you what happened today. You just... (laughs) What? Wow. (laughs) What? I touched you? The way that you touched me and moved, it was like, (laughs) I knew. What? I know what all the problems are. Maybe you wouldn't be so angry if you just were your true self. Why don't you just be your true self? What's my true self? You know what it is. (laughs) What? Little light in the loafers. (laughs) I wish I was light. Where did you get that from? The draw? Why do I have a Mets banner? Another one. Where did you find the Jets and the Mets? I could see I kind of liked the Jets back in the day, but why do I have a Mets banner? I don't know. Maybe I was trying to... Maybe someone gave them to me. So today I was walking into 7-Eleven, right, to get a coffee. To get a coffee? Uh Uh-huh. Or what else? Just get a coffee. No scratch-offs? No... Coffee and a Powerball. Ah. And I go to pay, and my money's not in my pocket. Oh, I go, man. oh, where's my money? And I'm going, maybe it's in a... Then all of a sudden, some teenager walks in with my money. He goes, oh, you dropped it outside the door. And I just handed him 10 bucks. I said, thank you, and I gave him 10 bucks. It was only $100, so I gave him 10%. But I... Like, and how many teenagers would walk in and go, you dropped this outside I would have door. thought about giving somebody money, but then it would have been too weird, and I probably wouldn't have done it. I just, real quick, hand it, go, I go, thanks, here, and I handed him 10 bucks. Should I give him 20? No. Why not? All he did was do the right thing. Yeah, but he returned it. You got to tip him. I mean, I don't know. I would actually, this, I don't, I don't like if to, it, what, I don't what? like to invoke, you, you know, answers from our audience or do that social media thing or please respond but would anyone else give money for a guy that picked up a billfold outside i would i do yeah the guy was honest and he should be if you just if you saw someone drop their wallet and you went oh here you you dropped your wallet would you expect them to give you money no but 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 you gave him money and then that wasn't in a wallet it was in just every time i ask you for money it's a fucking ordeal you start with a one I don't, anytime you ask me, I've never said no to you in my whole Not life. Not with your lips. I've never said no to you with my lips. What are you talking about? Is that more humor? I'm saying your face. And you're like. Oh, I get it. You asked for my coffee. I said, no problem. So, yeah, I gave him <laughs> 10 bucks. What a, what a sweetie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gee, I love that you bring up these things like it's such a. Last night, I asked you for a bite of your granola bar, and you whipped it away, and then you tried to pretend you were... I was gonna, I was breaking off a piece. Yeah. Nobody ag- that aggressively whips it out of the path of the other person if they're just going to break off a piece and give it to them. Oh, I got to lose 10 pounds. Do you I'm see what I'm talking about, focus? Now, you know what people are missing? What? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Your voices. Uh, you gotta do one voice at least. I don't. I can't. Why? How's your book coming along? 
Oh. While he's writing a book, how's it coming Interestingly, along? Interestingly, you should ask me. I gave um, the first uh, 100 pages to two of my friends to see what their responses would be. And they were very, very positive. Like, very positive. And they both were like, what does Rich think of it? What does Rich think of it? I'm going to wait till the end. I'm not going to sit and read it now. you got to wait till I it's said done. he hasn't even ever asked about it. And then here you asked about it. I think about it. I yeah, every time you, last night I said something about trying to think of a story and you go why like every time I say I have to do some writing what are you writing like That's it's always a, like such a mind-boggling thing uh, no because you write so many different things so I don't know which one you're working on what project I bragged to everybody you got a book deal I told uh who did I tell yesterday you got a book deal Scott Rudin no is that his first name it's not such a big deal it's like you start when you once you get a book deal you realize like everyone's got a book deal that's not true. The only two people I know that have a book deal are you and our mailman. Those are the only two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I told one of the ladies at the pool, and she was like, I've I got to get a book deal. I've got an interesting life. Oh, here's Dorosa calling. Uh, hello? Hello? Would you like to? We're doing our podcast. Would you like to talk on speakerphone? Okay, hold on. Hold on, folks. We have a special guest. Hold on. Let's see. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Speak up. It seems that you're quite upset with the business right now, which so am I and so is Bonnie because that's what we were talking about. Uh, we're more upset with the... the uh, today, we're more upset with the audience than with the business end. And, what and, audience? And, you know, we're talking about our audience, how, what fucking babies they are. Ours? We were talking about yours. Oh, okay, mine. But what are you upset with, if you would like to to share? Oh, well, guys. First of all, hi, Bonnie. How are you? I'm hi, Dorotha. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, I couldn't hear what you said, to be honest with you. I, I just assumed you said, how are you? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we hear you perfect. Bonnie didn't say how are you. She was rude, and, and I apologize for Bonnie. Well, it's not the first time you've had to do that, Rich. Let's be honest. Remember that time we sent you a text that said, you were, I sent you a text that said, uh, Rich and I were talking, and you're our favorite friend in the whole world, and then you wrote back, aw, and then I wrote back, oh, whoops, wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Do you remember the time that you... I thought, like, you just wrote whoops wrong person after I said, ah, and then, like, when I realized, like, oh, no, they only texted me the favorite person thing to say wrong person afterwards. It was totally insulting at that point. There was, like, no sentiment in it whatsoever. Do you remember when you texted us to wish us Merry Christmas? Yeah. What did you say? Bonnie... I said, go fuck I yourself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what the Dorito I don't text you Merry Christmas anymore. <laughs> uh, We've had a lot of ups and downs, my friend. I'm into this fucking business today. Completely. What's, yeah. Um, because uh, I'm down in Philadelphia, which is where I'm from, as you guys know. And uh, for the third fucking time 
that I've been down here, uh, for some reason, the President Steve Radio Show, who is the number one, uh, they're the number one show in Philly, I guess, um, on a very, you know, popular rock station here called WMOR, who has every comic that comes from Philly on their show, and used to have me on regularly. And they were very welcoming to me, and they liked me quite a bit, because for some reason, uh, decided they don't ever want to have me on their show anymore, and now this is the uh, third time that I have uh, needed to go on the show. Uh, two of the two of the three times were uh, for for specifically to plug performances in Philadelphia, and they said no. It passed on me, and they absolutely know what their affiliation to the club that I'm playing is. They absolutely know what it means to, to go on to that show and push your dates when you're in town. They understand all of it. They, they get exactly what it means when they say, no, you can't come in here and push your dates. And as a result of it, uh, ticket sales are down. Uh, and, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? It's like I'm fucking furious right now. It's... Well, here's the here's here's how I look at it. One, it in the long run, it's all bullshit because when you're a fucking major major act, which you will be, because you're funny enough and and you're clever enough, and I'm not just saying that. I, you know, I always say that, and that's what I think. That it's all bullshit because one, uh, I mean, or two, it's the summer too. It, you know, July getting people in a club, unless you're fucking you know Billy Burr. Or or above, it's almost you know it's almost impossible, you know. Why do you, you have to say Billy Burr to him? Why? That's who he wants to be. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, she's just a mean person. That's and, and that's why we're getting divorced, huh? I can't hear anything, but honestly, I can't hear what Bonnie's saying. And whatever filter or frequency problem she's having, I'm not <laughs> Here's, okay uh, sometimes I don't know what goes on you know with radio last time I was in Philly Preston and Steven didn't put me on because they were having the intern Olympics which I'm sure is very important uh, you know not to have me there uh, you know making jokes about it or talking about it because I'm sure it's serious and and whatever, you know, and I, and a lot of times with radio, it's not personal. We take it as comics personal. We take it personal, but it's not always personal. It might not be personal. They might be booked up this week or they might, you know, whatever. I don't think it's personal because I don't, I've never done radio with you where you didn't kill on radio. So I, I really would think it's not a personal thing because you always kill on radio. That's, I appreciate that. Thank you. And, uh, and it means a lot coming from you. But, but here's the thing. That's why I think it's personal. I never did a bad job on their show. I did a good job every time I went in there. And they liked me. They would say things like, like the last couple times I went in, they'd be like, there's that Delosa high-pitched laugh. Ah, we love it. We're, we were really fucking starting to power around. They were letting me go on whenever I needed to when I was in town. And then all of a sudden, three consecutive times in a row, in which it's not like small shit. It was like, I had a fucking book come out. They passed. 
So I was like, that's weird. Then I was doing week, week, uh, a couple of weeknights at helium. And they said, next time. And I was like, that's weird. They always put the helium guys on. Now I'm headlining a full weekend at helium and they're passing again? Something's up, man. Something's fucking up. And I knew after the last time I was on the show, I left. And I was like, man, they've been waiting for a long time. And then they had me on for five minutes and, like, rushed me out the door. And I was like, something doesn't feel right. Something feels weird. Well, Something, it didn't feel welcoming. Something feels weird. And, look, I'm convinced that I know there's some, like, and it's hearsay or whatever. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like, I, I almost positive they had some kind of history with, uh, with L&A. And... Now they're like doing this like, no, he's one of the old A guys, so he can't come in. At least that's what I thought. But, but I know you go on, and I think they've had like Jimmy on and stuff, haven't they? I, I don't know about, I know I've done it, but I mean, I had a, a fallout with them kind of, because uh, I was doing Kid Chris, and I and I smashed them for not having me on. But then the next time they brought me in, and we kind of squashed it. Uh, so, you know, with radio, you never know what... One second, you know, it's like Project Runway. One second you're in, the next second you're out. You know what I mean? And uh, how does she say it? How does Heidi Klum say it, Bonnie? Uh, how, one second on, on Project Runway. How does she say it? One minute you're in, the next you're out. Okay, thank you. So it, it could be... Uh, who one, know? Day in, one, one day you're in, one day you're in, one day What you should do is either have... If you if you're working with a publicist, have them find out what the problem is, or have the owner of the club call talk to them. Say, look, you know, uh, you know, he's the one yeah. who, who who benefits too. Maybe he can find out what the problem is, and then third choice, or maybe you could find, you know, email uh, email one of the producers and find out if there's a problem, huh? If he, did he, I, like, I like how he was really respectful, but he started his email with "dude." Did they? Did they? <laughs> yeah. Did they? Did he respond to you? Did the guy respond? No. Well, here's what I would do: I would send, you know, have maybe Meredith find out, or or send him a, a, a fish. Isn't that how they do it? How does the mob do it? Do they send? Yeah, fish. Yeah. Well, and you. I, mean, I, I don't know, man. I'm just, you know. It just bothers me because it's like I'm just sick of this fucking resistance that comes every goddamn turn. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to do a good weekend at Philly. It's where I'm from. I just want to have good shows. I want to get the word out to people. I just want to have good shows. I, 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 you know, I'm not trying to milk anybody for anything. I'm not trying to overstep my bounds. I'm not trying to overstay my welcome. I just want to have good fucking shows down here. And well, and, you're gonna have you. At the very least, at the very least. Give me the same fucking fair shake that everybody else gets that good shows. Okay. It's like when you don't even get that, it goes beyond like, 
it goes beyond where am I going to end up in this business or like, or like what, what am, what, you know, one day I hope I make it and all that stuff. It goes beyond any of that. Now it's just like, what, what am I, a fucking chump? Like, why the fuck don't I get the same opportunities that every other fucking guy that comes to this club gets? You know, it's not the club's fault. It's, you know, these guys are fucking with me, you know, and it's, it's obvious. Like, we're already up against the hurdle of summertime. You know, it just fucking sucks, man. Like, you know, a, a, a lot of t- a lot of times these radio show go- shows also on Friday do uh, you know the wet T-shirt contest, which may be a reason you can't get in. But I'll tell you the truth. I would think Opie and Anthony has such a big draw in 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 Philly that you have to do O and A. And if they don't book. I, I I would have, but I was gone. I was, in, I was down here all week with my family and stuff, so I couldn't go into O and A. Well, call in. I would have. I would have done that, obviously. Yeah, I would call in. Um, Just call into O and A. I mean, our podcast is very big, so you're going to get about four people from this to come to Helium to see you. <laughs> and well, yeah. I, I listen. The bottom line is, it's if you think about it, at the end of the day, what the fuck? Do you know how many people? have said no to you and me. You know how many no's? All the fucking no's. Today I just looked at, you know, our movie, you know, our, 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 our rep, you know, sends it out, and eight more no's came in, okay? But here's the good thing. He's sending it to these people that I would have never got it to, okay? So we still have probably 30 more chances, or, or 20, you know what I'm saying? You know, and people that are saying no are like Lionsgate, Weinstein. So every, if every one of those motherfuckers say no, but one says yes, that's all all we need. You know what I mean? So in this business that you know as well as I do, you're going to hear no's all, all you hear. No, 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 no. But guess what? You're doing what you love. You're good at what you do. Fuck them. You do what you do. And that one yes is going to come along and boom. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, you know, one fucking yes. Uh, that's good advice. Good advice. It just, you know, it just fucking infuriates me. And now I'm just kind of on the fence about, like, do I, should I go on? I, I, I'm thinking about trashing it in every show. It's a, well, if you want to, if you want to end the relationship completely, but you don't know down the line what the fuck you might need them for. You might have another book come out or when your next CD comes out. You know, who the fuck knows? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, You know, that's on you. No, I never never was in there ever once. That was before I ever went in with them. And, you know, I was doing Kid Chris all the time in, in Philly. And then there was something that happened, and they came. And I just, I don't know what I was. It was fucking probably the one of the funniest radio appearances I've ever had in my life. And I just went in there, and they just said, "Don't bring up the kid, Chris thing." You know, he was. I think he was out of Philly. That's my problem. What happened is, and then he got fired from Philly. So of course, I always picked the losing team. But somehow, uh, I got on with them. I got on with them, and I did them like three or four times, maybe. But then the last time I was in, they said no. And I just, you know, and 
you know, what am I going to do? I, I, I did O&A and I did DiBella. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it is what it is. You, you, you know, if you, if you're, you know, the, the bottom line is as fucking comics, they put the pressure on us to get the fucking people in. Okay. Isn't it enough that we have to do the show and, and be creative? How about maybe some of these places step it up, spend a little more fucking money on advertisement and you guys get the people in and I promise I'll deliver. Okay. Like in the old days before there was the fucking internet and all the social, when artists, when artists jobs were to deliver. Okay. So how about that? I'm doing a place next week, you know, besides the radio I've already done, I got to answer a dumb questionnaire, you know, a questionnaire, whatever. I can't even say it, but you know what I mean? I like uh, it sounds so old fashioned, but you know you you just want to be creative. You don't need these fucking obstacles, and you don't need to put these negative obstacles in your head when it's there's nothing you could do. So you know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. I hear you. And don't, and please, don't get me wrong. Like the club has given me no grace about it whatsoever. Like they, I talked to the owner. He was like. I know that this is a shit weekend. It's July. It's like it's a bad weekend. It's the summer, but. Uh, I had to hang up on him. He's starting oh to get on my nerves. <laughs> what? He's starting to bother me. <laughs> He's at his lowest. He's at his absolute lowest. What a friend. What a fabulous. Okay, everybody, that's it for us to, today. I gotta, I gotta continue we, mopping. We gotta go. Uh, uh, this week I'll be in Arizona at the Comedy Spot. Bonnie already did her plugs. Thank you. Talk to you later. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.